better than ever, you guys. We took a slight break in the action. We've had some holidays happen, 4th of July, um, and just some general craziness of life. I don't know why the end of the year, uh, like the last few days of December are kind of always nuts, and then tax time is always nuts, and then for me, the little lead up to July 1st is always nuts. There's always this kind of like mid-year like health insurance and car insurance that goes drives me crazy. It's that kind of little stuff, that little, um, the administrative work that I always just, I put off to the last possible day and then it all comes to roost. Like most of you are probably listening to this and going, what's, what's wrong with July 1st? Why are you busy around? The-? Because I put everything off. I put off my car insurance. That's when my health insurance needed action. I put all that stuff off, and then it came time, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And uh, <laughs> so it all it all came to a head. And um, and well, I hope I got it taken care of. I think I did. Health insurance is a freaking nightmare. I, I Google searched like best. Uh, price-effective healthcare in Southern California, and they like brought up a website like enter your your uh, stats, and uh, we'll tell you all the your options. And I did that, and instead of telling me my options, all of a sudden my phone just started ringing off the hook, just like time after time after time. It probably rang twenty times in the first two minutes. I was like, what in the world is going on right now? They had all they did was just sell my information to all these different healthcare companies. And some of them legit and some of them are still calling, even though I tell them, do not call me. Uh, do I, I do not want your product. I already have health insurance. I don't need you. And they just keep calling. I said, take me off your list. They just keep calling. And if I sell, tell them to take me off their list, they just hang up on me. And so I've started blocking numbers. I've blocked a ton of numbers. So far, there's this one specific company. I don't even know who they are. They say they're nationwide, but I I don't believe nationwide would have this type of practice. But they just keep calling and calling. And I was like, hey, are you a recording? And they're like, no, not a recording. I was like, well, then what are you doing? Like, listen to me as a human, human to human. Listen to me. I don't want it. And they're like, but how many people do you need insured? I'm like, oh, no. And they just keep calling several times a day. And uh, I just started blocking them. And they've called from several numbers. I can tell it's the same lady calling over and over and over again. But now all that's behind us. I think the family has health insurance. Uh, I think I've got car insurance. You never know now. You fill things out online. You make a payment. It just could be going into the ether. But uh, I've done done what I think I needed to do. And uh, now we're back. And, uh, ooh, this is exciting, you guys. This is exciting. The Hoffcast has its first ever uh, quote-unquote sponsor. So uh, so I posted on Facebook, and I'm going to do this opportunity, I think, every week. I'm going to post on Facebook that uh, I'm going to throw it out there. Anybody who wants to advertise on my podcast, no, I say that within reason, but but not a lot of reason, not a lot. Like, I'm willing to do just about anything. Uh, anybody who uh, sends me Venmo to um, Nicholas-Hoff-1 gets uh, gets some ad space. So, 
I, I put it out there, and actually, it couldn't have happened better this time because uh, the person that responded, I have they they actually have a product they want to push. They've got uh, Dave Yates has ha ha hot sauce. He's a comedian who a uh, very funny comedian who developed a uh, hot sauce like a like a Tabasco type sauce that you you can put on anything if you like that if you like spicy. Um, he, he came up with this recipe and all his friends liked it and they said, Hey man, you should bottle this. So he did. And now he sells it. He sells it at his shows. He sells it online. And now when, when somebody, you know, starts selling something, you're like, okay, but is it good? And, and you know, food's an easy one. Cause it's like, Hey, I'll try it. Why not? So I gave it a whirl after one of the shows. I bought a thing, and I was like, man, whatever. I'm supporting Dave. And then I started trying it, and it is really actually delicious. Like, I, I wouldn't say that I love it if I didn't, and it's really good. I have since bought more bottles of it, and I love putting it on burritos, putting it on nachos. And, uh, dude, it's really good. He puts pear in there. There's a Carolina Reaper, which gives it the heat. It is really good. Guys, Make me look good, okay? Make it look like this advertising section. Uh, if people are listening and you take it to heart. If you want to order a bottle, I believe it's 10 bucks a bottle. He'll send it to you. Uh, it's ha ha, H-A-H-A, hot sauce. So all that one word at gmail.com or it's ha ha hot sauce on Instagram. Hit him up there. Get yourself a bottle. I promise you won't regret it. It really, really is good. I let my brother-in-law try it, who loves hot sauce, and he liked it. So give it a shot. I promise you won't regret it, and make me look good. Um, let's see. What else is happening? The World Cup's happening. I'm not watching. I, I've watched a little bit, um, but I, I don't know. I'll probably watch the finals. I think that's I think that's this weekend. I'll watch the finals and that's kind of their last chance to get me. If if you don't get me, like, I watched eight years ago, and the first two matches I watched both ended in a tie. And I know soccer fans, there's like, well, actually, a tie gives you a half a point, and you can... But you know what? I don't care about all that. I, I If I invest two hours in something, I need resolution. So it's my opinion uh, that you get to a certain point, you got a tie... Do a shootout. Shootouts are amazingly fantastic. That's how the first Mighty Ducks ended. Let's let's rock it, okay? Let's let's figure it out. But I watch I watched two matches uh, a few World Cups ago, and they both ended in a tie. And I swore it off. And now I'll I'll give you the finals, okay? But if you can't get me, this finals better be great. If you can't get me in this finals, then it's gonna be all over. So that's that's my World Cup thing. Um, uh, since since our last podcast, I've been to Des Moines, Iowa, and Sunnyvale, California. I want to thank everybody for coming out to those shows. Met a lot of great people. Um, we had a, some flooding in in Des Moines, so I hope everybody's okay. I haven't heard of you guys getting washed out, but I know there was a lot of flooding. A lot of people with basements on that final night that were saying, "Oh no, I've got six inches of water in my basement," which is always crazy to me. That never happened where I was growing up that I knew of. And we had a basement. I never knew of flooding happening. Um, that's just so wild to me that, like, water can penetrate your house from the ground. That's why, like, I, that never, never even crossed my mind growing up. But in Des Moines, like, so many people at the club that were working there, that were in the audience, were like, yeah, it's all over in my basement. And, and they couldn't get... Uh, 
they could, there were certain roads that were closed. People couldn't get home. The cops were like, no, you cannot go down that way. There are power lines in water. You can't go that way. And I'm just like, geez. So I never, I never thought of Des Moines as being like low ground, but I guess there's a couple big rivers that go right through it. And, uh, and they deal with flooding because they said, yeah, it's happened multiple times in my lifetime. I was like, oh, okay. Seems to me like, I, you know, build your basement out of rubber. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, do something different. But uh, those, those were a lot of fun shows. I've got my, uh, my big summer tour coming up. And for the most part, it's all together. Uh, it's called the Too Many Butts Tour. That's what we're going with. Got three kids now. That's Too Many Butts. I got too many butts coming at me, too many people in diapers, and uh, that's that's the name of the tour. So uh, I think we're pretty much locked in, but uh, there will be just a couple, like two or three more dates that we're still working on. But right now I'm coming through uh, Boulder, Indianapolis, Appleton, Wisconsin, South Bend, Indiana, Kearney, Nebraska, Hastings, Nebraska. I'm going to Calgary, Lincoln, Nebraska, Salt Lake City, Little Rock, Arkansas, Tempe, Arizona, San Diego, Rochester, Tucson, Tacoma. Uh, those are the places I'm going right now. There will be a few more added. But uh, if if you guys are in one of those cities I just listed, go to nickhoff.com and uh, and figure it out and, and order some tickets. Because uh, a lot of those ones, especially the ones in Nebraska and uh, Indiana, Wisconsin, those are going to sell out. So make sure you get on those as soon as possible um oh i took the family up to northern california we went all the way up to sunnyvale uh it was a little little test a little road trip test because they're all coming on the too many butts tour yeah i'm bringing the butts with me uh (laughs) and uh and so it was our first little road trip with all three kids with little little baby may um and i gotta say they did a great job they did a great like all you can ask with kids is to get a couple three-hour stretches and then stop for 45 minutes to eat uh poop and run around and we got it we got multiple stretches of three hours so that was fantastic they're all my kids are road dogs man even even when they start to lose it a little bit back there you know it's not this incessant we took oh i remember it must have been 2010 and my family went on a road trip to the Hoff family reunion in uh, in South Dakota, and it was like a ten hour road trip. And my nephew at the time just started crying. He just, I want milk. I want milk. I want milk. And that went on for probably three straight hours. And my wife, who is normally super sweet to all little kids, was like, I, McCain, I'm gonna throw you through the window (laughs) he's just just for three hours milk i want milk milk (laughs) and it's like two in the morning because we got this idea like let's let's barely wake up the kids and we'll get them in the car while they're still asleep and we'll go and they won't wake up until the sun comes up at 7 30 or 8 and then we'll already be five hours down the road we'll be so far ahead of the huge mistake at about 3 4 a.m milk milk and we're like no (laughs) there's so many of us in a suburban and we're like no mccain shut up uh so uh none of my kids did that so it was great i had uh we went up to san francisco got to see the uh the seals and the um and the sea lions 
up there right next to Pier 39. We did the Lombard Street, which is the that that steep street in San Francisco that just go, cuts back and forth. And people live on that street. I don't know how they get out of their house because that thing's just a constant cluster. So I don't know how they get out of there. Uh, but we went down that, sang the Full House theme song while we were doing that because we are uh, super, super white idiots. And uh, then we stayed, I had the final show Sunday and stayed over because Pixar uh, hooked us up. My, my management team, uh, I, I contacted them because they have connections that I don't have. And I said, hey, do we know anybody over Pixar? They, and they hooked up a tour and uh, got to take the family through there. Guys, that place is a creative haven. I got to say, like you've seen pictures of Google campus and Apple's campus and it looks cool and I'm sure they are, but this thing was super ridiculous. So it was developed, it was this huge building. It's called the Steve Jobs building. It's where Apple's original campus was. And they said it's developed uh, like a human brain. So the building's essentially like got an imaginary line down the middle of it. And on one side is all creative endeavors, and the other side is all technical. So you, on one side, you've got the writing teams, you've got the animators and all that stuff, the story guys, all that's on one side of the building. And then on the complete opposite side of the building is the technical, like the, uh, the processors and uh, the editors and accounting and all that stuff. Like that's all on one side. So it's really a cool cool thought process and how to set it up he said the place is basically a fortress like it's built on these rotating stilts which is big in california if you have an earthquake it'll just kind of like sway a little bit it won't crack and crumble these they got firewalls that'll come down in case of emergency so it's a really cool building and got we we took the tour and they've got just you know pixar stuff everywhere like giant statues and it's all just trying to help you keep your creative juices going. They, a lot of people were scootering throughout the building. Um, they've got two full-blown movie theaters to show screenings of, like, first-run movies about and, like, test runs of their things. Like, sit, you know, blow something up to see how it looks on the big screen when the animators get done with it. Um, the, the animator room was really cool and I don't think I'm I don't think I'm stepping out of bounds like we weren't allowed to take pictures in a lot of places but they can't stop my memory (laughs) so uh it's uh the animator section was really cool because every person was encouraged to uh design their own office space into kind of their you know what would inspire them what would be cool for them and each one was different so like one guy's office and it like spills out into the hall to where, like, uh, one guy's was a plane crash, and there were things coming out of his office that were, like, strewn about, and it, you go inside, and it looks like the inside hole of, like, an older plane that would be crashed, and uh, there are, like, trees poking in through it, and the lighting's kind of dim, and he's got, you know, he had, like, all these things on, like, if you were marooned because you were in a crashed plane but you made that your home uh there (laughs) they had one one thing one office was in cleanup right now because he made it like a hawaiian beach and so he brought in like tons like literally tons of sand and had sand in his office so he'd go in there barefoot and it would and the sand spilled out into the into the hallway and uh, they said they had uh (laughs) it was there for a few months and then they started getting sand beetles 
that I guess like were you know there were eggs in the in the sand and uh, they brought it in and there were sand beetles so they had to do a massive cleanup and then they had to figure out how to kill that type of beetle and then bring it back so right then there was no sand around but he goes just just last week there was sand everywhere and so that's that's really cool there was a hidden room one one animator there her office was sort of cut in half and uh, there was a statue of William Shakespeare and if you tilted his head back it exposed a little button and you push that button and all of a sudden the bookshelf rotated in and you could go you had to kind of like squeeze through this little passageway but then there was a little little room back there a hidden room that had a bar it had a blackjack table with roulette and stuff like that it wasn't a big room it was a little one but uh it was a secret hidden room that you you would never know was there uh unless you tilted back bill shakespeare's head and uh in there they had all these pictures of all the all the people that had visited there you know that little room and had a drink in there there was you know the tom hanks was there um they had a picture of tom cruise up everybody that had been in that room uh so it's really really cool to see that it's just i mean how inspiring all of us our whole family left and we're like really inspired to be creative so i thought i thought that was a really cool place and then they we stayed and we had lunch there uh and the lunch was really good they had you know like a full-blown you know commissary area and usually you get that food and it's just okay i mean like this was really really good food so pixar dude they they do it right i mean it's not just their movies you understand why their movies are so good after you visit the place because you're like yeah everyone here is happy and you guys completely support your employees it's really a cool spot if you ever get the opportunity up there it was just up north uh like um oh and the building was where the Oakland Athletics, who used to be called the Oaks, that's where their original stadium was. So that's that's where the campus is. So it's awesome, man. If you guys ever get the chance, Emeryville, California, up near Oakland, dude, d- jump at that opportunity. I think you have to know somebody, but, you know, meet somebody. Become friends. It's worth it. Um... Oh, here's something I didn't talk about with the first road trip. Like, I was talking about how all the kids did so well. Uh, the person, the person that didn't, uh, yeah, the wife, she didn't do that well. Uh, uh, the kids were really good. You know, sometimes the kids get car sick, but they haven't since we got the minivan, knock on wood. Uh, but the wife got sick. We stopped on our way home about an hour outside of Los Angeles. We stopped in Santa Clarita, uh, Santa, Santa Clarita, Santa Clarita. And she's like, oh, I'm craving sushi. Can we stop? Like, Okay. Yeah, we got to feed the kids anyway. Maybe they'll fall asleep in that last hour and we can uh, do the transfer, the the dreaded transfer into the bed. And we stopped and we started eating and Sarah went outside and threw up next to the van. So (laughs) she's like, just get the food to go. I'll eat it when we get home. And so uh, (laughs) meanwhile, the kids did so well and she just blew chunks (laughs) right out there next to the van and we're like no that's probably not great for business (laughs) at a sushi joint to just have vomit right next to the car but you know what that it happens so uh i'm hoping she can keep it together on on the big road trip um got lots of uh lots of jokes that are coming together and uh, i know i was excited a few weeks ago now they're really 
they're really exciting because they're they're almost full blown. And and you know what's cool is I was doing a couple of the older jokes and I got a couple new tags, a couple new little directions to take those old jokes. So it, that's cool and a little bothersome at the same time because I like doing the new thing and it feels new now, that old joke. But I'm also sitting there knowing, oh, I've had that joke for two years. I've had that joke for three years. I don't want to do it anymore. Even though this new part is fun, I don't, you know, there's no there's no real hope for it. Unless it takes on a whole new life, and then it can become kind of a hallmark bit. But, uh, you know, there's really no hope. I don't want to put it on another album. So I, I need to let those die rather than, but but it's fun in the interim because sometimes you need to hang on to a few of those old jokes while you're, while you're developing all the new stuff. Um, so I'm excited about that, uh, which brings me, I've got a bit I've been doing about uh, spanking. And let me know how you guys feel about this because um, I, you know, I've, I was raised with spankings and I don't necessarily think that it's it's not illegal but it definitely is a little bit questionable nowadays I feel like people always say that you know you you got to be careful spanking in public like if you start spanking your kid in public people are gonna step in a lot of time or at least that's the feeling like unless you're at Walmart and then that's cool but definitely like not at Target you're Target probably even Kmart is going to look down their nose at you. So, like, if you, and it feels like if you can't do it in public, then should you really be doing it in the dungeon of your own home? Like, if it, if it has to be done hidden and secretively, like, should we really be doing it? And, I, and I'm torn because I understand, I understand why it's weird that we do it, and I understand kind of why we do it, but at the same time, I... I feel like there should be an alternate. So I'm trying to work all that out and try and feel how people how people perceive spanking, like just not only in California or not only in the Midwest, but up north in the south. Like how how do you guys feel about it? If you're listening, uh, you know, send me a message on Facebook, hit me up with an email because I need to figure this out. I need to I'll probably put out a poll a little bit later to see how people feel cuz I don't want to I don't want to go down the wrong road and I feel like the more I know about what people's feelings are, the more I can joke about it. Um, but I, but I gotta gauge what's happening out there. Uh, it's a whole weird deal, but I've got some jokes that are really coming along with it. So I feel like that could be a big chunk, just like raising kids today and discipline. I feel like is going to be a great big chunk on, on this too many butts tour. And it kind of fits, the theme, now that I think about it, of too many butts, you know, what, what, what are you doing with all those? So it kind of fits. Um, so let me know about that. Uh, the other thing that happened uh, while we were away was that uh, Donald Trump announced uh, that he's developing a space force, which I think is <laughs> hilariously incredible. Like, uh, no matter how you feel, like, partisan-wise, like, it's hilarious to think that Star Wars, uh, you know, is kind of being pushed into reality. And, and, and if we're being honest, as ridiculous as that sounds, doesn't, hasn't that always kind of made sense? Isn't that why we always accepted Star Trek, Star Wars, any kind of, like, 
any kind of movie or premise where aliens were coming to invade or we were going to different planets, doesn't it kind of make sense that we would need some level of defense in that category? Now, I'm not, I'm not at all like saying, you know, that it completely is logical and will be cost efficient, but it's sort of, you get it, right? You, 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 like even even wars here on earth it's like yeah get to the high ground well what is higher than space like when you're launching from the moon like <laughs> that is seems like a good vantage point to hit us like anytime you see the space shuttle and they take a picture of earth you're like yeah that's a great you've got a great bird's eye view of where to hit like <laughs> like what what a perfect like here, standing here in California, if I want to hit somebody in, let's pick somebody that's that that we're not at. Like like if I want to shoot New Zealand, I'm not going to be able to. You know, I'm going to have to put some curvature on that thing. I'm going to put some English on that rocket to get it to turn a corner to get to New Zealand. But if I'm sitting out there in space like a satellite, I can just get right over the top of it and just gone and and they're not going to be able to fire back at me they can't launch out of space uh you know at least not right now and so like not only for you know outward reasons you know you have hostile aliens coming which i hope if they come they're not hostile but okay i used to have a joke about this and maybe maybe with the advent of space force i can bring it back i i used to have a joke about like if if we are in some sort of star war and, you know, some places it takes, like, two million light years to get to. Like, they said, yeah, we could get there, but it would take millions of years, literally, to get to these galaxies, to these planets. Let's say that we feel like one of them is being hostile, and we launch, we launch, you know, a space nuke at them, and then, and then we become buddies, like, over the radio, we figure out how to talk to these people, we learn their language, and then it's like, oh, no, they're just super chill dudes, and they have the next four seasons of Seinfeld that we never got to see, but Jerry made them and sent them because he's a sentient being. He's like he knew people over there in that in that crazy galaxy, and uh, so they've got episodes of things that we've never even seen. They've got they've got a version of uh, Kevin Spacey without the questionable allegations. So he super watchable dude, and we're like, yeah, we're gonna be friends. Oh, and then we remember. We, we launched at them, and they only have uh, 1.8 more million years to live because we sent a <laughs> we sent a space nuke at, at them. So now you're like having to explain like, hey, uh, bad news, guys. So uh, thanks for sharing everything. Big fan. Oh, one of that that. That one uh, is calling me again. Listen to this. Listen to this. You guys listen to this conversation. This is uh, health care calling. Hi, this is Nick. You're on a recorded line. How may I help you? Oh, they hung up. They hung up. Dude, that's awesome. Maybe that's the key. Let's see if they call back again. Let's see if they call back again. Because that's... um. Dude, I heard that you're not allowed to record people without their consent. So that's why I, I announced it right there. I didn't want to like get in trouble like all of a sudden or have to do an edit. Heaven forbid. <laughs> Heaven forbid I have to work on this podcast. Um, I didn't want to have to do an edit. I wanted you guys to hear that. 
they oh man you heard they just hung up because i told them it was a recorded line so they know they're up to some shady stuff they know what they're doing Ooh, i've i've blocked so many of them out of hawthorne california and now they're calling from lomita california i'm sure getting a different number for a call center is you know a dime a dozen but that's crazy that they just hung up Ooh, that's what i'm gonna do from now on that whenever they call uh i'm gonna just i'm just gonna say you're on a recorded line maybe that's a lesson to all of us maybe that's all we have to do but now now i'm off what was i oh yeah i was talking about how we launched a space nuke at our buddies at our alien buddies and we're like hey guys sorry we uh we, we, we thought you guys were kind of a threat at the time, so we sort of sent the biggest missile we had. And uh, unfortunately, that was like, uh, that was like, two, what's 1.8 million years? So what we're talking about, 200,000 years ago, we we sent something and, and that, that technology can't can't come back. We don't have a turnaround technology on that. And, uh, you know, we can't catch up to it. So get if in the next 1.8 you can develop a shield, I would recommend a nuke shield for you guys. And then and then we stop talking. And it's just silence on the other end of the line. And they're like, turn down Seinfeld. And we're like, no, 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 don't 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 do that. Don't 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 do that. And they're like, no, it's we're done now. And you know what? Our, our technology is so much better than us than yours. We're not only going to take out that nuke, we're going to take offense to it, and we're going to launch on you. And you've got about, let's see, three, two, bye-bye. And we're going to, you know, you can tell there's something there. It may not be a fully functioned joke right now, but I think you can tell there's something down there. But it, it's kind of crazy that we live in an age where a president is saying, hey, we need a space force. But you know, it was never out of the realm of possibility. In the, in, I, I had a joke. I think that went on my last album about how during the Cold War we were going to blow up the moon to intimidate Russia, like we actually had a plan. If you guys Wikipedia it, United States blows up the moon, Cold War, and it's going to show up. We were like, you know, maybe we, we blow up the moon, and Russia will be like, you know what? They just took out the moon. That space dust raining down on us. Maybe we don't need to go down this path with America. Uh, and then we thought better of it, thank God, <laughs> but it was, you know, we've always talked about it, that was, that was a long time ago, and now we're in this modern age, of course, of course there's gonna be talk of a space force, you know, I don't wanna be the guy up there, but, uh, but I think a lot of us are gonna get the opportunity in the next hundred years to go up, uh, out of the Earth's atmosphere, would you take it, would you take it if they said, hey, join the military, you put in your five years bring you back down give you a nice pension would you take it would you be away from everybody for five years except for your few compadres up there up on insanity island up in the sky would you would you do that i'm not in a position now but i suppose maybe my younger years be and then you'd come back down and people would be like, thank you for thank you for your service you're like yeah yeah i spent a lot of time up there uh, i was perched on i was perched on pluto and uh and nothing happened, thank God. But uh, there were a couple close calls, I tell you. A couple cl- close calls. Yemen was getting feisty, and we almost had to take them out. Uh, <laughs> I, dude, Space Force. I, th- there's got to be there's gotta be all kinds of jokes there. But I don't want to just go down the usual path of, you know, 
look at what crazy people are doing. I, I want it to be, you know, a different perspective than that. So maybe you'll hear it. Guys, if you're out there in one of those cities I listed, or if you're close or you know somebody in one of those cities on the Too Many Butts Tour, hit them up. Let them know. You can get tickets on my website, nickhoff.com. Uh, I'm gonna be doing a lot of jokes. It's not they're not gonna be shaped like this. They're gonna be they're gonna be nice and shiny. So uh, you guys won't be disappointed. Um, pick up pick up your bottle of ha ha hot sauce. Uh, tell them tell tell Dave when you order it. Say hey, I'm here because of the Hoffcast. Let him know that that you're coming because of him. And then let me know if you like the sauce because I I, get, I almost guarantee that you're gonna like it. If you like hot sauce, it's got a little bit. You can taste the pear in there. So that's why I like it. It's something a little bit different. It's not just straight up heat. It's got it's got some character profile to it. God, we've been watching Master Chef. <laughs> no, I say douchey things like character profile. Um, and uh, yeah, pick that up. And guys, I know that this is the first time I've ever done it, but we had a latecomer to the party. Uh, I put up that it was going to be the first person to hit me up, uh, but we had another person, a friend of the podcast, Law Smith, hit me up with some ad money. And he gave me a script. So th- this is my first attempt to read on the podcast. Uh, okay, here we go. Do you have a beefy business boner? Hate your day job at Flying J Trucker Shower Stations and have your eye on doing your own venture? Listen to Sweat Equity Podcast on iTunes, Laughable, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. He says, Pornhub? Probably. I don't know if it's up there. Uh, it's the best blend of pragmatic business advice and dick jokes. Mirth and girth. Host Law Smith wants you to submit any questions you want because he's a lazy writer and would rather riff than prepare. Go to sweatequitypod.com to submit your questions. So there you go. Law Smith gets his shout out on the podcast. Um, you know, if you got some extra time, check out the Sweat Equity Pod. And uh, I think they've given me a shout out on there uh, when I released my album. Law Smith's a good buddy. I've been on tour with him, funny comic in his own right. So uh, check that out if you guys have time. And then that is the end of the podcast, guys. I'm so sorry that we took that break. I'm going to make it up to you. I've got great guests coming down the pike. I always thought it was pipe, but I feel like it's pike now. Uh, <laughs> I'm just a dumb dumb doing a podcast. So thank you for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to this thing. Share with your friends. And this is big. Guys, rate it on iTunes and Google Play platforms. Rate this podcast. Give it five stars. Write a little review. Uh, tell people what you think. That is the biggest thing to making this thing a success. And I will talk to you guys again next week. All right? I'll see you out there. Bye, guys. <laughs>